0: You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. Rochester City Council has approved legislation granting all city police officers who worked during the first two years of the COVID-19 pandemic $4,000 payments and five years of retroactive wage increases. The payments, totaling $18 million, stem from a labor arbitration award made between the city and the police union, the Locust Club. The bill passed by a vote of six to three with Council Vice President Mary Lupian and Council Members Stanley Martin and Kim Smith voting no after a lengthy debate. Lupian said the $4,000 payments were excessive compared to the bonuses given to other city employees who work through the height of the pandemic. For example, a Union representing Rochester firefighters was granted a $2,000 payments and a majority of municipal workers received no additional payouts. Last night's vote was mostly symbolic. The city was legally bound to meet the terms of the police union agreement, which was negotiated by a neutral arbitrator. Officers have been working without a contract since 2019. While the city had reached an agreement with the Locust Club in January, all the details are still being finalized. Organizers planning a state park in High Falls are asking for public input to help determine the park's priorities and features. WXXI's Jasmine Singer has more on that.
1: Earlier this year, Governor Kathy Hochul announced $6 million in proposed funding for a new park at High Falls in downtown Rochester. Potential plans include introducing a pedestrian bridge, meadow restoration, a viewing deck and a boardwalk. Spearheading the project is the Genesee River Alliance, a group bringing together the perspectives and needs of neighbors and businesses located near the river. The alliance is asking for community input regarding the park's development and has published a short survey to gather the opinions of river stakeholders. The survey, which can be found at geneseelandtrust.org slash statepark, will help determine priorities that will guide the formation of the park. Jasmine Singer, WXXI News.
0: Rochester city leaders say they have all the tools residents need to transform city-owned vacant lots into community gardens. Shirley Green, Commissioner of Recreation and Human Services, says the city can help people find a location for their garden and access to water. We have an abundance of free resources to help you get started like compost and mulch deliveries and garden
1: education workshops.
0: Mayor Malik Evans has declared this Urban Agriculture Week. A local addiction treatment agency has received just over half a million dollars in state funding to expand its programming. Huther Doyle plans to include methadone in its treatment services. The agency's CEO and President Kelly Reed says the medication is one of three drugs used to treat people with opioid addiction.
1: So they come in, they get evaluated by us, they get evaluated by um, our doctor or our nurse practitioner, and we can look at what their primary need is and determine for them what of the three medications might work best for them.
0: Because of its highly addictive status, methadone must be distributed at a separate clinic with a high level of security. Reed says the state grant will be used to build this clinic and to staff it. She anticipates the project will be completed by late fall. The Monroe County Department of Public Health has confirmed that a fox that bit six people in Brighton last Friday tested positive for rabies. The incidents were reported south of 12 corners on Hollydale Drive and Tillstone Place. The fox was killed by Brighton police. Rabies is a viral disease that can be fatal for infected humans or pets if left untreated. People who did not touch the fox are not at risk. The health department is urging anyone who did come into physical contact with a fox in Brighton last week to consult with a health care provider and to report the incident to the county's rabies control program. RIT is getting ready to host its annual showcase event, Imagine RIT. This year, some of the exhibits will include artificial intelligence. The event regularly drew around 30,000 visitors before the pandemic. Organizers are hoping to get back to that attendance level this year. Bob Finnerty is director of communications for RIT. He says students are innovators who want to use AI for purposes that will benefit society.
1: The academic affairs side of the house at RIT is leaning into artificial intelligence. We'll have more policies that will be pronounced probably this summer going into the next academic year. We're going to lean into it, but obviously ethics are involved and and how is it done properly?
0: was speaking there to Evan Dawson on WXXI's Connections. Imagine RIT is this Saturday from 10 to 5 on the RIT campus. You can find more local news on our website, WXXINews.org.